if you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. Our guest today at Horse Chats is Camille Soot from Paris, from France, who's got an app that she'd like to talk to us about. But before we do that, I've just got to remind you about the motto of International Horse College, and that's people safety and horse welfare. And if that's the way you feel when you're working with horses, have a look at the website, internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation, 31352. And to go along with that, you know, we're talking about people safety and horse welfare. I think that the app that Camille's going to talk to us about is one that people would be interested in. Now, are you there, Camille? How are you today? Well, I'm super fine. Thanks a lot for having me on your podcast. Oh, welcome. Yeah, that's absolutely fine, Camille. You know, I think anything we can do to promote welfare, and I do think that the app you're going to tell us about Equisense is about horse welfare because it's going to be able to track a lot of things that, especially to an inexperienced rider, you know, more experienced rider might just think, oh, the horse is off, it's not quite right, something's going on. But when you don't have that experience, and I think it's going to certainly even be more accurate than, uh, you know, some an experienced rider might think there's something wrong, but I think an app like this is going to really pinpoint any sort of faults, or I like to start off with a favourite quote. Now, I've got a bit of an idea of what your quote is, but if you can tell us about your favourite quote, sometimes it just gives us as listeners an opportunity to find out a bit more about you. So tell us a bit about your favourite quote. Well, um, my favourite quote, actually, it's in French because uh, obviously I'm French. Um, and in French, it's, it says, uh, demander souvent, se contenter de peu. Well, in, in English, if I have to translate it, um, we can say ask often, demand a lot, but um, great a lot. Oh, be grateful, is that right? Ask often, demand, and then ask be often, grateful. Demand a li little and, yeah, be really grateful. Yep. And yep. it's from uh, Bouchier, which is a, who is um, the founding uh, writer of the traditional French horse riding. In the 19th century, so it's a it's a very famous quote in in France, um, and I think it's my favorite because we can actually apply this uh, this quote at any uh, not only in in the horse riding uh, uh, sector or uh, with horse with horses, um, and I'm keen on. Uh, pedagogy and education and I think this quote is very interesting in the education way of thinking because even for kids even for adults when you are teaching something and even for cats or dogs or any other living being I think we should uh, do this quote uh, what this quote is uh, is saying ask often um, demand little and uh, be really grateful when uh, somebody do uh, what you want to do so what you want them to do so yeah I think that's my favorite quote. I think sometimes with horses you know we're asking and we're demanding and we're training and you know they're trying they're trying to do what we're asking even if they're giving us the wrong thing 
they're still trying to give us what we're asking. They might be giving us the wrong answer, but they're still trying. And all we've got to do is just that little bit of the soothe word, soften the rain, scratch on the neck, you know, just let them know, yep, that's exactly what I want. And it makes them a bit more confident then to offer more next time. We've just got to keep saying, yes, you're going in the right direction. That's wonderful. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. 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 So even sometimes it's a little bit not quite the right answer, but on the right track. We've still got to be grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Now tell us about Equisense. You've obviously got a background with horses. Tell us briefly about that, but what brought you then from your background in horses into Equisense? Well, um, at first I didn't want to uh, work in the equine uh, industry. I didn't want to be a professional rider, even though my mom was, and even though I've uh, been with horses since I was a little kid. But I've always told myself that I I will never be a professional rider because it's not a life. It's too hard, too much of a dedication. So I didn't think it was something for me. Was that because you you thought you weren't dedicated enough? Because, I mean, some people say it's just the best life in the world. You know, you get to go out and and do horse things and do things that people have as a hobby. So was it just a personal thing that you thought your mum worked too hard and you didn't want to work that hard? Or, you know, why did you have that, um, that you didn't want to work in the horse industry? I think that uh, seeing the the, the, profession, the professional riders um, around me, um, they work so hard. They don't have any vacation uh, holidays. They um, they are twenty four seven at their job, and I think it's too important for me to to be able to to sometimes stop my job and have and have a private life. And all the professional riders that I've seen don't have a private life so maybe I've seen the wrong (laughs) yes I was going to say because I could tell you lots of riders and lots of people that work within the horse industry that don't work for that minimum wage that you know people keep talking about and don't work for those really bad conditions so I think the horse industry has certainly improved over the last few decades that it really is a really positive career and Yeah, and a career where you can have a little bit of time off, you can have a private life, you can earn a decent income. You know, it may not start at the base level, but I would have to say that, um, yeah, I know quite a lot of people who've uh, had a career with horses, really enjoyed it, absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it and um, got the best out of it. But anyway, tell us from there then about about starting the app because it's interesting that even though you say, I don't want to work in the horse industry, you're still interested in a horse out, you know, so you've ended up working in the horse industry anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so after my high school, I've done um, medical studies and um, I didn't succeed in the uh, exam. So I've done engineering uh, school and I became a biomechanical uh, engineer uh, because I I was very interested in, in the way that living being can walk, can uh, move. It's really something that I was very curious about, so that's why I've I've done this um, branch of um, engineering, and I wanted to work in the sport industry. It was very clear that I wanted to work with the sports, and during my last internship, I had the chance to work in Saumur, which is a very famous town in France, 
because uh, we have the French National Horse Riding School, and uh, this is where the most brilliant horse riders are um, have their um, horse riding education. So I had the chance to work as an engineer in Saumur, and um, I worked for during six months on the um, the lightness of the rider. Uh, with an engineering point of view. And that was very, very interesting to measure uh, the, the horse ride, the, the riders, to measure the horses and to see the, um, how they can communicate in the scientific point of view. Uh, so I, I was so interested about that, that uh, I, I said that I want to work as an engineer in the horse riding industry. So that's how it, it all started and during the same time actually um, another um, engineering student from my uh, school uh, called me because he had an idea to develop a connected device for horse riders and he told me if I wanted to work on that project with with him and that's how Equisense started. It's, it was during my six months in Saumur. Um, so yeah, that's how I ended in the equine sector. Well, is your mother happy that you've worked in the horse industry? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely because I I, I can uh, mix up my uh, my passion because I write a lot, uh, and my other passion for um, engineering and the and the science and the, also the education because I work a lot on that on that at Equisense also. Oh, that's brilliant. So you've sort of been able to combine combine your passions and work. And there's so many different areas of the horse industry. So it's not all about being a professional rider or an instructor. There's so many other different areas as well. What do you think then, just thinking about the passion and the everything that you've enjoyed bringing together for Equisense, what do you think you've enjoyed the most? Well, um, I think that it's precisely what you just said is the way um, that I can combine my two passions and work in the equine industry without being a professional writer, because I think I, I can, well, we can, uh, at Equisense, we can help change, changing and make the, the horse riding um, evolve. And I think that's very, that's something very amazing to think that uh, with your own knowledge and uh, with a lot of dedication, you can, uh, make a um, an entire sport, an entire industry grow and um, make the horses uh, all over the world more comfortable when they are trained and um, help riders all over the world uh, train better and progress faster. So uh, I think that's something uh, I really enjoy when I work at Equisense. What about the person that you've partnered with, you know, who said that they were interested and they develop an app? Are they a horse person or not? They're more the technology bringing it and combining with you, are they? Actually, we have both because we work a lot with uh, riders. And I think uh, we have 50-50 riders and non-riders because when you uh, develop some connected device like we're doing, we need some technical uh, engineer and they don't need to be riders but on the other hand we really need to have riders because they are the best person to exchange with because 
we are doing everything for them. So if we don't deal with writers, if we don't talk a lot with writers, we cannot do something that they really need. So I think it's both pretty important to have non-writers because they have a more uh, fresh point of view, a more um, virgin point of view on what we are doing. And sometimes it's very interesting to to talk with um and the writers, obviously, we definitely need them to to tell us what they need. Sounds like they're experienced writers, though, that can come in and actually feel what's happening. Because I think, and, you know, you're a writer yourself, that when you first start writing, you know, you can be riding around on a horse, but you're just oblivious to the fact it takes a little while to realise that, you know, your horse is going around an incorrect flexion or they're on the wrong lead or you know, it takes a little while for a beginner to, quite a few hours, for a beginner to say, oh, yes, now I'm on the correct diagonal. Now I understand what a correct lead is. And that's a long time before the horse is going around in correct flexion and round and forward and, you know, tracking up and equal. So it's obviously got to be experienced riders that you're working with, not just someone who's jumped on a horse and going through the paces. Yeah, the the Professional writers have a lot of uh, things to to taught us because with their experience, they can tell us what is very, very important as a writer. And also the more beginner uh, writer, we talk a lot with them also because we can see what uh, what are the, uh, their problems. And it's exactly um, on their problems that we have to do something about what is difficult for them. So it's very interesting to talk to different kind of writers, uh, professional and beginners also. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available. And the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine, maybe one day you could be a guest on Horse Chats. Now, bringing this amount of technology into the horse world, you know, I mean, we're, we're very proud. As a member of the horse community, you know, someone who's been doing it for a long time, doing it all their life, doing well within the industry, and then all of a sudden you bring in this technology. Did people say, oh, no, that's no good, you know, that technology is never going to work? Did you get any feedback like that? No, I'm sure that, you know, the professional riders could see what you were doing, but did you get feedback and flack from people saying that you can't mix the technology and horses because horses don't work like that? Yeah, Um we did have these kind of feedbacks at the very beginning, but very soon we didn't have those kind of feedbacks. During, I think, during the first year, we uh, we had some uh, um, trainers or some professional writers 
that told us, no, I don't believe your thing is going to work in my country or in in my area because we've done without for so so many years that uh, we don't need something like this right now. But uh, well, it was really at the beginning that we had these kind of feedbacks, and just a few months or a few years after they changed their mind or they understood that the technology is not a replacement to their experience. It's something, uh, it's a little plus. Uh, like a compliment. Yeah. So no, it's, it's not like that we have been or very, uh, it's, yeah, it's not that, uh, that common. And I think um, that it's because um, they see that in all the other sports, the technology is used actually, even by the professional sportsmen. So, for example, in um, athletism or in tennis or in cyclism or even in um, karate or uh, all, all the all these kind of sports, even technical sports and not sports like uh, cyclism, which is uh, almost only based on the time you, you take to, to do your course. So I, I think that the fact that technology is being used in all uh, the other sports help us help riders to understand that it can be useful also for them. And the last thing is that during, I think, the last five years, so since uh, 2015, um, we've seen a lot of devices in the horse riding industry. So um, I think it it helped also the riders to understand that now is the time that the technology will be used also for the riders. And I think it's um, part of the of the changes in the way of thinking about the technology. I'm not sure it's quite clear what I uh, told you, but I hope you understood. <laughs> yes, 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 I think so. Oh, you know, I think when I was riding and competing, I mean, just there's a, a mechanical horse, you know, around near us, and you think, well, I don't want to ride on a mechanical horse, but the senses that the horse is so sensitive, you know, if your weight's a little bit one side, if your weight's just a little bit the other side, if you're not quite moving in the rhythm of the horse, it it's not instead of riding, it's certainly not instead of training, but just a great compliment, you know. So apps like this, they're just a great compliment to say, this is just helping for me to track, you know, even if it's just how much walk, how much trot, how much canter I've done, how much I did on the right side, how much I did on the left side, tracking like that. And I know you go into a lot more depth than that, you know, that's a very simplified version. But I just think it is, it's a great compliment. It, it really, really is. Just thinking about, you know, because you would have got feedback from other people saying this has improved in this way. What's the common type of feedback? What's the most common type of people, you know, contacting you saying, my horse has made a big improvement through your app and this is how or this is why or, or my riding or my instructor said that, you know, this has really improved since I've been using your app. What do you think is the most common feedback you get about the improvement of the horse or improvement of the rider? I think two feedbacks that we have the most often is uh, first one about the lamenesses because um, it's really interesting to see that a lot of riders have their horses who are not really lame but asymmetrical. 
and they don't feel it because they are used to those feelings and to those sensations when they are riding. And they think it's quite normal that the horse is a bit uh, stiff or uh, something like that. And when they see the grade, the symmetry grade on the app, they see that they have a five, uh, five on 10 grade or uh, lower. And they see the, the red spots on the app telling them that their horse is not okay. They say, oh, okay, maybe I have to deal with it and maybe I have to do something and to call the vet or to call the, the physiotherapist or something like that. And they do something, they change their saddle, they change their mat or anything else that can improve the horse's well-being. And a few days, a few weeks, uh, a few months after they see the progress of the horse and they see that the horse is going into more normal grade and this is something that they are really proud about. And they say, thank you, Equisens, because I didn't realize that my horse was so uncomfortable during his training. And now I've done something that changed his way to move and changed really his slow motion. So that's the first um, the first uh, feedback that we have. And the second one is about the, the elevation of the horse. We have a lot of people that during their first uh, year, the equisense motion, they see that the horse's elevation is really low. And they see that when they do some precise exercises that we provide them, because the app is providing some exercises based on the data that you have, um, they see that, that when they do these precise exercises, the um, elevation is going up and up and up. And at the end, like months after they see that they gain like five centimeters of elevation at uh, trot and even more at canter. And they are so proud of that and to, to see that the horse has improved the locomotion and they feel it. They they feel that the horse is going really lighter and uh, have more action in the uh, locomotion and they are very proud of that. And so we are very proud to to help them uh, understand that. and. Uh, and, and find the correct exercise and the correct way of training. Good, good. Now, I know that you recommend you've got lots of, depending on what the feedback is within the app, There's uh, you've got more than 300 exercises. I'd like to get into that a little more depth, but of course, today we're not going to. So I'd love to have you back and talk about these exercises in a bit more detail, if that's okay. Yeah. But as a bit of a taster, what do you think is a popular one that is going to be a hell? You know, just something that might be your favourite that you say, I think this is really going to work, one that might be particularly popular with you users, subscribers. Just tell us one of the exercises and we can talk about the other, oh, there's more than 300, so we can talk about another 300 another mm. time, but just <laughs> one of the exercises, if you could tell us that. Well, uh, actually, this week I've, I've looked at the data of the exercises and what was the most seen exercises in the app. And the, the one that did the most seen during uh, last year was um, the clover. It's actually very, very simple. It's, it's four poles, four ground poles. And it's four ground poles like in the shape of a um, square. Okay, yes. And you draw a four-leaf clover uh, mm -hmm. by writing on. 
And um, this one is the most seen exercise in the app. So um, I was quite surprised because it's a very simple exercise, but yet it's an exercise you can do every day. And it's so interesting because you have to go uh, in a circle and then going on the really right in front of you. Sorry, I don't have the technical word in English. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. No, I'm understanding. Um, That's good. And um, it's interesting because you can also work on doing really tight circles and then, and then going really right in front of you. And the horse don't have to go right and left, right and left uh, all the time. And you have to work on the, on the rhythm, on the regularity. So it's very interesting because it's really basic, but it's something you can work every day with your horse and with all the horses. Uh, well, if you're doing jumping or dressage or eventing, it's a really good exercise. But I think my favorite is a an exercise where you have ground poles at the trot uh, on one side of the of the arena and ground poles at canter on the other side, and you just go on a big oval or a circle and do a ground pole at the trot, transition to the canter, and ground pole at the canter and transition to the trot, and then you go on and on and on like this and. What I do is that uh, the ground pulls at the counter. I do um, in on. I think the the term in English is that in and out. Uh, well, when the, the the poles are a bit higher, so, so the the horse is uh, jumping over so the, the horse the ground bounces. Poles yes. Poles. Yeah, and on the ground poles at the trot, I make them also a little higher so it's a very very good exercise to work on the elevation and on the bounce of the horse and um, with the transition and the ground pulls and the bounces uh, the horse is going better. Um, it's gaining in muscles yeah it trains it, it trains his muscles and also his bounces so it's very interesting yeah, I might have said the wrong word there. I was thinking what's the word for when you've got a jump and another jump and another jump straight after each stride. You might be looking for the word cadence, you know, the time in the air. So I, I've probably given you the wrong word there, but I think I can certainly understand what you're, um, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I love to do this exercise with my, uh, with my horse and uh, I really feel the difference uh, before and after doing this exercise. So, yeah, I think that's my favourite. Good, good. Look, I'd love to have you back, you know, talk about some more exercises and yeah. and talk about, you know, the different exercises to improve the different things, which are all on the app anyway. So if people would like to contact you, where's the best place? Is it equisense.com or just go to the um, app store and download Equisense? What's the best way? Yeah, definitely. They can definitely download the, the app. It's completely free. So uh, don't hesitate to, to go on the App Store or on the Google Play. Uh, they can have the, the app and the uh, 300 exercises. So they can see and um, they can tell us what are the, the, the most uh, they preferred um, exercise in the app. And the, the um, other things, the other way to uh, contact us is on the, our website, equisense.com, or on our Facebook page, Equisense app, or on our Instagram page also. So, yeah, they can contact us uh, thanks to all these ways. Yeah, yeah, and I think one thing we didn't mention too 
was the GPS tracking and um, just the management, you know, the fact that you can just, you know, if the ferry is there, you just pull out your phone and, and just say, oh, you're a farrier from today and, you know, just keep a bit of a log about the um, management of your horse or even just how they go on the, on the ride. Yeah, what is very interesting is that in the app you can add the um, healthcare that you've provided to your horse and also add the activities that you've done, even if the horse has gone um, in the field or uh, if you've launched uh, him without using the connected device. Uh, you can add everything in the app. So you have a complete uh, calendar, a complete agenda of what your horse has done and what healthcare he he has had. So yeah, you can uh, put that uh, the horse have seen the, the farrier or the vet or the physiotherapist and you can add the everything that the physiotherapist have done on your horse. Uh, everything can be put in the app. So you have a complete uh, view of what have been the activities of your horses uh, in the last months or years. And you can also uh, see if this healthcare had an impact on the locomotion of your horse. And it's very interesting to see that when the horse, I've seen the physiotherapist, for example, like 10 days after the grades are um, all been raised up and uh, the horse has gained elevation, uh, as gaining symmetry, the heart rate has lowered in uh, during the training. So it's very interesting to see the impact of the healthcare that we provide to the horses. Perfect. All right. Well, look, I think we'll say goodbye now, but I look forward to catching up with you again because I know that you've got, you know, different exercises to achieve different things. And I think we can talk about those in a lot more detail next time. So I'd like to say thank you for chatting to me today and hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, thanks a lot. And uh, I promise that uh, the next time I will have the technical uh, words to <laughs> talk about the exercises. <laughs> I don't think it's a problem. I think we certainly have got a great idea, you know, about um, not just about the app, but, you know, the person behind it as well. And, you know, the reasons why you started it and what your background is. I think that's all very interesting as well. So thank you. And the fact that, um, yes, you didn't want to work in the horse industry and there you are working in the horse <laughs> industry. I think it's a wonderful story. <laughs> All right, great to talk to you and I will um, talk to you very soon. Thanks a lot. Bye. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below.